and now Adele is sick with tuberculosis and some days, many days is bedridden and can't go visit the other communities. There was a lot to be discouraged about. I think it was really overwhelming. And I think the person it must have been the most overwhelming for was Adele because she was the one who was trying to hold together this whole project. It's just astonishing to me the grace that she had, the faith that she had. Welcome to Sharing Our Marianist Stories. I'm Patty Garrett. And I'm Sister Gabby Bebo. We're going to try something a little different today. Sister Gabby has a letter written by a mother, Blessed Adele, that really strikes home with her. And so we're going to take a deep dive into this letter and find out what's interesting about it, why Sister Gabby's interested, and what we can learn about it as members of the Marianist family. So Gabby, I'd like to start out by asking you a couple of questions. I did the math. It looks like Adele is about 36 years old at this time. Yes. Um, yeah, she is just a little bit shy of 36, I think, because her birthday would be a month. Oh, that's right. In a month. Yeah. So like just like 11 days shy, basically, of her birthday. Yeah. And so she's writing to, I'll let you say the sister's name that she's writing to. Sister de l'Incarnation de la Chapelle, who was the superior of the community in Condom, another town not too far away from Agen. I was just going to ask, so Adele is in Agen? Adele is in Agen, yes, which is where their mother house was. And did they write each other frequently? Yes. Uh, they did. Um, Adele, at this point, um, you know, this was a little bit less than three years before she died. So her health was not great at this point. And so the main way that she communicated to the superiors of the other communities was through letter writing. Um, so they wrote a lot of letters to each other because uh, Sister de la Encarnacion, she was the, the uh, superior. So she had a lot of questions for Adele and Adele would give her advice and guidance. So yes, they did. Is there anything else you want to say before we read the letter or should we jump right in? Well, um, let's jump right in. I have more I want to say about Father Shamanad, but let's jump right in. Okay. All right. Uh, Why don't you start reading then? Okay. So this is letter number 582 to Sister de l'Incarnation de la Chapelle, the Superior of Condome. This was written May 30th, 1825. And the, the act that Adele put at the top of her letters, little kind of quotes, says, Blessed Trinity, I adore you. And that's probably because this was written around the Feast of the Holy Trinity. Can we just take one second? So... An act, she started all her letters with an act. And wasn't that a phrase that everyone was kind of praying on, like in community? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Phrases that she came up with or were quotes from other people. Um, And 
she started that way early on before she started the daughters of Mary, she would write that at the top of her letters as a phrase that she would meditate on and encouraged other people to meditate on. So. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So here we go. I am like you, my dear daughter. I would write to you every day if I followed the promptings of my heart. However, we must not always seek what pleases us. I do not think that a retreat would be beneficial to Mademoiselle Dardy. She needs to be in one place for a good length of time. However, if she wants to make a retreat, I shall accept her with pleasure if it is for the good of her soul. But I don't want her to be in your boarding department. I am completely opposed to that. Say so to Mother Emmanuel, in case she would want her there. Otherwise, say nothing about it. I have been told that the good father plans to visit us. Now that the royal authorization is almost an accomplished fact, Father Caillé will return from Paris, and Father will be free to come. After that, Father Caillé will return to Saint-Rémy. So you see, Father Chaminade had Father Caillé make a special trip so that he could come to see us. Let me hear no one calumniate our good father. Yesterday, Sisters Luce and Felicite took the holy habit. This brought back memories of happy days. Each in her own way is a very good religious. Come now, my dear daughter, let us not give way to depression. Patience. The work of God is a slow process, even in us. Let us bear with one another as God bears with us. Rest assured that a great deal of pride enters into our discouragement. Let us trust more in God. He will draw glory from our weakness. One day, St. Gertrude asked the Lord to deliver a superior from a certain defect. The Lord refused, saying that this defect was good for him, for it provided him with a reason to be humble and an opportunity frequently to renew his good intention and so to give glory to God. The defects of our superiors call for greater faith on the part of the community. They must see God rather than a human being in the superior. That is no small advantage. Hold firm so that no worldliness will be introduced into the boarding school, but always act with the greatest simplicity. I do not agree with Father Castex that we should have a servant. It should be our glory to follow our divine master who said that he had come to serve and not to be served. Do not increase the gardener's wages, or if you do, make it minimal. He is bluffing. If you are firm, he will seize his importunity. Madame Belloc's condition has worsened. Pray for her. She is perspiring and has a bad cough, but it does not seem too serious. The rest of us are well. 
The good Lord does not send all his trials at the same time. Does your cow give milk? I agree that the young ladies of Montfort simply cannot acquire the spirit of the Institute in so short a time. But God will do the work if it is really his. Let us always give good example. And when we do not, let us humbly accept the fact. It is good, Lord, for you to humble me. I embrace you and all our sisters and our Lord Jesus Christ. Sister Marie T. And then she has a couple extra paragraphs that's sort of like a postscript. We don't have enough pin cushions for our sewing classes. You know that it is Sister Sacrament who makes them. Enough said. I am sending you a circular from the Carmelites of Agen announcing the recent death of one of them. I want us to do the same when one of our sisters dies. I wrote to Father Forteau several days ago for urgent information. Please send someone to see whether he has received the letter and answered it. I have not received an answer as yet. What I really like about it is it's a different side of Mother Adele than we mostly read about when we take little, you know, um, quotes and clips out of her letters because she's firm and practical and you can see that she's a leader you know in when you read the entire letter and not always just take out the uh, kind of faithful or whatever quotes that we we kind of pick and choose yeah it took a long time for letters to reach their destination at this time so you really had to put as much into the letter as possible. So you have, it's all of the letters. And I think this, this letter is such a great example of it. In all of her letters, there's a mixture of this like wonderful spiritual wisdom with very practical stuff. Like my, when I first read this letter, the part where she writes out of nowhere, does your cow give milk? Yeah. And I have- I have hum yeah. written after that. Am I? I know. <laughs> it just cracked me up because I was like, that is so random. But, and it comes out of nowhere. There's no context around it. She just wanted to know, does your cow give milk? Um, and then, you know, the postscript at the end about the pin cushions and advice about the gardeners. But then you also have like this wonderful anecdote about St. Gertrude. Um mm-hmm. I love that. The first time I read it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's wonderful. And part of, so Sister de l'Incarnacion, she, um, her, that was her religious name. Her birth name was Lilat. And she is an old friend of Adele's. And she had actually a difficult path to religious life because her family did not want her to become a sister. And she basically had to run away um, to join the Daughters of Mary. And eventually she became one of the superiors of of the Daughters of Mary, in in this case, the superior at Kendom. And she struggled a lot with being a leader. Um, She frequently, 
I mean, you can tell from Adele's letters to her that she was sharing with Adele her own misgivings with her own feelings about all the ways she falls short in her leadership. So Adele shares this story about St. Gertrude as a way to tell her, like, actually, it's good that you have defects. It's good that you're not perfect because it gives you a reason to be humble and to continually work at yourself and being more faithful to God. So you can see in this letter, the tremendous wisdom that, that Adele had that she shared so freely. And she also, it explains a little bit why she talks about the gardener and saying, stay firm, you know, he's, he's kind of, you know, pulling your leg and even about the pin cushions. I think that's another way of supporting her then that, to be a leader, you need to be firm in these things. So. Right. Yeah. The gardener is something that the sisters here, like we joke about sometimes because this gardener comes up several times because it, it seems be. like, yeah, in several of her letters, the gardener comes up because it seems like he keeps asking for increases in wages. And as soon as they they raise his wages, he asks for again for more. So it seems like he was really just sort of um, trying to pull one over on them again and again. But they they kept being patient with him and and saying like, you know, working with him. Um, but yeah, like they didn't have a lot. The sisters didn't have a lot um, at the time. They didn't have a lot of of finances, and you can see in a lot of the other letters of them struggling to talking about like taking out loans and, and this and that. So yeah, just that, that where the, the practicalities of having a congregation meets the spiritual aspect, you know, and all the mixture of the everyday reality with the great spiritual principles that they have. Um, it's just really fascinating. Yeah. When, when you read Adele's letters, you really can sense her leadership style. And, mm -hmm. and I'm always really impressed with that. Now it is signed Sister Marie T. And I, you know, that is Mother Adele. That's her religious name, correct? Yeah. Her religious name was Marie de la Concepcion. So Mary of the Conception. But she often signed her letters in shorthand, Marie T. T for Tronchelion. So that was, I guess, a slightly less formal way to sign her name. And you have to remember the, the woman she's writing to, they've been friends for years and years since they were teenagers, basically. So this is someone she knows well. And so she writes Marie T is like a, a slightly less formal way to sign her name. That makes sense. Well, at the beginning of the letter, I get the feeling they're a little, are they a little put out with Father Shamanad that he hasn't come to visit them? I get the sense that uh, Adele, and this is one of the things with reading the letters, like I, I don't, I don't have, and I don't know if we have the letters that Sister Delancarnacion wrote to her. Right. Um, so we, we kind of have to read between the lines a little bit, but I, I get the sense that some of the sisters were upset 
that it had been so long since Father Shamanad had come to visit them. They may have been jealous of, at this time, there was a the novitiate for the Daughters of Mary, um, for the teaching sisters, was in Bordeaux. So there may have been some jealousy of how, okay, well, some of our sisters get to see Father Chaminot all the time. And the brothers in Bordeaux get to see Father Chaminot all the time, but he won't, he hasn't come and visited us. So maybe he doesn't care about us. Like, I get the sense that Adele had been hearing some of that. So Adele's writing to let her know, like, he does care about us. Yeah, but it, it does make me laugh the way that she says, let, let me hear no one calumniate our good father. And good father, of course, refers to Father Shamanad. But again, then later on in the letter, you know, she does say, I do not agree with Father Castex that we should not have a servant. Because again, you know, I, I think a general view of Mother Adele is being very obedient and humble, which she is. But she kind of puts her foot down here about having a servant. Yes. And this Father Castex. He was um, a priest in Condom who sort of helped probably be like a chaplain sort of for the for the sisters there um, in Condom. And so, yeah, so yeah, she doesn't just say like, oh, yeah, that's what he thinks. That's what we'll do. She had very firm principles of how we have about poverty. And so. No, we shouldn't have a servant that we pay. We should cook our own meals and do our own cleaning um, and our own laundering and that kind of thing. So I, I think you're right, Patty, and that she she refers to Jesus himself. I've come not to serve or not to be served, but to serve. And that Jesus is our model for that. And Madame Belloc, who is that? Yeah, Madame Belloc. She is Jean Dichet. So Jean Dichet was, that's her, Dichet was her married, or I'm sorry, her maiden name. Belloc is her married name. And she was Adele's best friend from the time they made their confirmations together. um, And then they just hit it off and they were best friends. And she was actually a married woman who was widowed when she was young after having multiple children. And she was a major support for the Daughters of Mary, getting them started. She helped them find a building um, both times, their their first convent and then their second convent in Agen. She helped them um, uh, get those convents. She helped them get established. She actually wanted to join the Daughters of Mary as as a widow in the very beginning that she was intending to join, but for family reasons, she couldn't join the daughters. And she was at Adele's bedside when Adele died. So they were lifelong friends and she was a major, uh, a real friend and help support for the community. That's what I thought. And then her sister, Agath, was a Marianist sister. Yeah, she was a Marianist sister. And she, if you read the letter after her, after this one, number 583, to Sister du Sacré-Cœur Dichet, that's Agathe Dichet. So that's Jean's younger sister. 
And she was the first novice director for the Daughters of Mary. So she was a very big influence, um, one of the original sisters. And at this time, she was the, the superior at the community in Tonen, which was another town that they had a community. I, I like to think of Madame Belloc and Mother Adele as such good examples of the Marianist family. This lame woman that supported the FMI, but the FMI, again, supported her. You can tell they're praying for her and thinking of her as she's ill. So I, I really love that relationship. I do, too. I yeah, I, I think it's such a, a neat thing to reflect on. And I think that with Adele in general, what you can see throughout her life is how important friends are to her and how how much she cherished her friendships. The You know, the first Daughters of Mary were a group of friends. Uh, that's just, I think, is so beautiful. And, and um, Jean, Madame Belloc, her role as a friend until the very end. And even after Adele died, her role in the Daughters of Mary supporting them. Um, it is such just like a micro example of how the Marianist family is that support of, of each other and in, in different vocations. And the other thing too, is she was instrumental, Jean Duchet was instrumental in founding the sodality in Agen. So the late, basically the, the early lay Marianists in Agen were basically founded by Jean Duchet. So she, she is an, an incredibly important figure in, in the history of the Marianists. Well, was there anything else in this letter that stood out to you other than um, does your cow give milk? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think just the last thing that I want to say is when she writes to her about not giving way to depression mm -hmm. um, and about discouragement, it's important to understand that at this time, there was a lot to be discouraged about because there was a lot of illness in the various communities of the Daughters of Mary. Um, there were a lot of sisters who had died and, and one of the sisters who died was like one of the shining lights of the Daughters of Mary, like early superiors, just a fantastic leader, holy woman. Her name was Clementine Yanash, and I'm forgetting her religious name off the top of my head right now. She died. She was, you know, she was in her 20s and she was one of Adele's good friends, too. And, and she died as the superior um, of one of the of the other communities. And that was a really big blow. And they had other sisters dying. And that was a big blow. And this was all tuberculosis. And now Adele is sick with tuberculosis and some days, many days is bedridden and can't go visit the other communities. There was a lot to be discouraged about. I think it was really overwhelming. And I think the person it must have been the most overwhelming for was Adele because she was the leader 
she was the one who was trying to hold together this whole project when they kept, you know, meeting setback after setback. But she was the one who was writing encouragement for the other sisters. I just think it's, it's just astonishing to me, the grace that she had, the faith that she had. Um, you can tell how much the other sisters looked up to her, even though Adele was like younger than many of them. They looked up to her and really saw her as a source of consolation and a difficult time. So I just, you, that comes through so clearly in this letter as well. All right. Well, I hope we do more of these. I've, I learned a lot and, and I, I think it helps all of us listening to get to know the founders better. So we hope to do more of these letters with Father Chaminade and um, Marie Therese and more letters of Adele in the future. Yes, me too. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this conversation. Before we go, I just want to let you know that if you want to read more letters by Mother Adele, you can purchase them from our NACMAS bookstore. We have two volumes of letters and you can go to nacmas.org and just click on our online bookstore and you can find those. So that's nacmas.org, N-A-C-M-S.org. Thanks for listening.